queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Extreme Rules Aftermath recap show. There is such a thing as WWE returns, and there's resurrections back from the dead with it sporting a new mask. Ladies, holy shit, that ending. The rumors have been circulating for weeks. It finally happened tonight. Bray Wyatt is back with WWE. And, yeah, I mean, he's got a new mask, so it's a little bit of a new persona, but it doesn't matter. The man is back. It has been way too long. He shouldn't have been released in the first place. Kayla, take it away. I will admit, I've been a fan of not, haven't really been a fan of Bray Wyatt, like, ever since, like, from the very beginning. But then over time, you, you know, it grows on you. And then all these clues started coming up, which I give a, Steve from the wrestling department, he put that research article and started digging deep, figuring out all the clues of everything. Um, with the whole, you know, saying it's Bray Wyatt, it's Bray Wyatt. Um, and then the fact that, you know, part of you was trying to pick out everything with it, you know, like, hey, who is this? And then the rumors started going, well, no, it's it's going back to Cross and his Lucha Underground. No, no, it's not that. And then it dug a little bit more deeper and it just started putting things together. You know, hey, and then the quotes started coming out. And the reaction in the stream rules, and then when the lights went out, mom goes, no Bray Wyatt. Because they interrupted the show. Once on pre-show, twice at the beginning. And we're like, well, I said, it's died down. So something's going to happen because they haven't thrown it out there like they normally do. And then when the lights went out and they started going, and they started singing, He's got the whole world in his hands. And then it just the fact it went around and I shouted, Husker's the pig. Oh my God. <laughs> it's um mercy. And then it was rambling rabbit. And then Abigail or Abby, the witch, whatever he called her. I think it was Abby, mm-hmm. the witch, but, and then the fact it showed the theme and then it brought up the Wyatt compound and just seeing the light and he comes out and he goes, I'm here and I'm intrigued to see exactly what this whole Wyatt Six, if he's actually going to have real characters for his characters. Um, obviously, like we said before on the air, this might, you know, obviously might be a new character he's coming. Is he bringing the fire? Fun- Here we go. We'll have to get tongue twisted again. The Firefly Funhouse. There we go. Um, uh-huh. I'm excited. And I just want to say I'm excited to see Bray back. I really am. He's home. He's where he needs to be. 
And like we stated, he never should have been released to begin with. And is it the fact, you know, and just welcome back, Bray. Just just welcome back. And <laughs> it's like, you know, one being being the creative mind that he has. I'm hoping that obviously I've heard that Finn of jump to Finn that Finn has control of the demon when he wants to use it. And I'm pretty sure Triple H will allow Bray to do his own personalities and his fiend or whatever he wants to do too. So the fact they have control of it. And uh, so we stated, Tony Khan, sit down and go to the toilet because you're probably shitting yourself right now. <laughs> Get a, you might as well go raid the Walmart store because you're going to need that toilet paper because you've seen what happened. And like Triple H said on SmackDown, you've seen it now. It's only the beginning and it's going to continue to happen. Amen. So, yeah, Tony Khan, go... Matter of fact, down in Anderson, South Carolina's first quality that sells toilet paper. I'm pretty sure you can get a membership with them, so you're going to need a lot of it, because you're going to be shitting some more. A lot more. Damn! Gonna need it. Right? Oh my god, but it's like when the show, when the when it's like they were showing like the bottom thing and I was like, well, they better not fucking cut this off and everything. And then they, the lights went on like, okay, thank you. Whew. All is well. And the fact of Michael Cole, the way he goes when it lights, he says, wait, are we still on air? <laughs> right? Oh my God. Oh my God. Jolie? I literally got fucking goosebumps when I heard the singing and just, it was perfect this was the right crowd the right locale and the right city to do it and you could you would not have gotten the same reaction in any other place other than philly because philly has always had a love for bray wyatt um i I found it interesting that it was at the end of course i i don't agree with the matches the last matches the main event sorry that should have been bianca and bailey Agreed. It should have been that 100%. They should have started off with the fight pit, started off strong, even though the brawlers did a great job. I think that, you know, the fight pit should have been the first match. Just it, because that was kind of a disappointing ending. Um, because I actually picked Seth to win. Same. <laughs> uh, I didn't. Oh, hush it. <laughs> but. The fact that he's back, he looks in much better shape. He looks healthy. I I think, you know, he finally exercised some of his demons while away. You know, sometimes getting, I think Drew McIntyre said it right when he got cut, even though he was cut for other reasons, not for monetary and Vince's stupidity. You know, he said, like, he was able to figure shit out, work shit out, and, you know, become back a better wrestler, come back a better performer. And he has. And I sometimes think that when you get released, look at look at Zelina Vega. When she got released, yeah, it sucked. But when she came back, and she, she's now with Legato, and I, I can't wait to see where this goes with her on SmackDown. Um... You know, she was a she's been a better in ring personality, being you know first queen of the ring, 
women's tag champion. She is just on the fucking mark. I can't wait to see. Well, just now, hopefully, you know, this makes Bray a better version. And I want to know who the fuck they had in the front row that looked exactly like Bray. I know, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> they they got the perfect dreadlocks. At, but the only thing different was when it went on to actual Bray, he had light dreads and the Fiend had dark dreads. So I don't know if that was part of the mask. Um, but the whole aesthetic, the whole setup for it, the white rabbit, this is old school. This is something Tony Khan is not used to. He's not used to being mind fucked like they used to do back in the day when Jericho was first coming back with the Y2, Y2J. I remember that. I remember that. Like the, the, this was that mind fuck mentality. So it was, this was just beautifully done. You know, Triple H is going to give him free fucking reign. And Tony Khan, you're going to need to go to Sam's Club. You're going to need to go to BJ's. You're going to go to Costco's, find a Bucky's, find a Sheets, find a Wawa. Stock up on that toilet paper because let's see, you couldn't get Johnny Gargano. You couldn't get Candice LeRae. Sure, he got Soraya. And sure, she's apparently quote unquote cleared to wrestle but again you have some very sloppy in-ring performers Sammy Guevara take Conte oh god damn these fucking allergies Jesus Christ bitch bitchette <laughs> um you couldn't sign Karrion Cross. you couldn't sign Scarlet yeah, them a, try to give him a bullshit deal six digit freaking match to only uh, put over Wardlow do you think he's that stupid no <laughs> Nothing against Wardlow, <laughs> right? And Ow. not 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 only that, you grew up with Wardlow. You screw up with FTR. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, I don't get off a little bit, but look at SmackDown, the Usos, the New Day, the new Viking Raiders, Street Profits. You finally pull Sami Zayn's head out of the Usos' ass. He'll come up with Kevin Owens. Legato. We actually actually have a good fucking tag division, and you don't even put FTR on fucking TV. Jesus. I I don't know what that man is doing over there. I don't know what he's sniffing, whose product he's sniffing. Um, I don't know if the rumor is true that they had to buy out Punk's contract. If they did, that's fucking hilarious. And apparently if they did, there's a clause in there that he can't perform anywhere for the next five years or three to five years. Nobody would want his ass. Exactly. Nobody wants him. No. But Bray Wyatt returning in the city of Philadelphia at Wells Fargo. And that crowd fucking ate it up. And like I said, Sorry, this isn't like that Houston crowd that a couple weeks ago. That sucked ass. I I can't. I hopefully, hopefully at the Barclays Center, they don't pull the same shit after a pay per view like they did after SummerSlam. That's what I'm saying. Like after a major pay per view, like Houston was flat. 
If the Barclay, okay, okay. I'm saying if the Barclay Center is flat, then there is something wrong with the people going on a Monday. Yeah, y- y'all, y'all don't have the same fucking time anymore. You, you, you don't have like, oh, it's a quick turnaround. No, motherfuckers, you got a day to rest. You got a day to prepare. You got football now. That's why fucking Triple H and they're putting the pay per views on fucking Saturdays for fucking football. Yeah. Uh, well, I've learned my lesson about going to a Raw right after a, a pay-per-view, especially since if I fly back in the same fucking day. <laughs> the only only Raw that you go to, if you are capable of, is the Raw after WrestleMania. I've been to one of those, and it was fantastic. Because Batista came back in the very end, and I jumped out of my seat. <laughs> uh, I was kind of hoping for some more returns. Because Michael Cole kept saying, she's all alone out there. She's all alone out there. And kept mentioning a certain um, boss's name. And then you had Naomi posting this 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 quote-unquote video that's been in her drafts of her and her gear. On like Instagram. Those, those, two little tr- those two little trolls. <laughs> what are they doing? Taking lessons from fucking Becky? And she's oh. fucking trolling us. But I'm I'm this is the one time I'm actually okay with Becky not rushing back. Now, I would have loved not for Becky to come out to save Bianca. No. I would have loved Becky to come out and save Beth and Edge. Just because they had that feud not too long ago with Seth and you know all the words with Beth and with Becky when she was in her heel phase and even when she was the man, you know, it would have been like the most fucking perfect setup interesting interesting take very interesting take but it's like you gotta all right let's dive into that one real quick and everything with the whole um i quit match and everything it's like crazy ass ending hadn't seen that kind of an ending in a while and everything and it's like the story just continues to build and build and build and build and it's like i think we were all saying like before it's like judgment day is fucked up even more but it's like I know that it's like, I know that they're trying to put a push, like they're starting this huge push with Finn and everything, but damn. I don't, again, I just felt they made the heels tonight. I'm sorry for using this word, Kayla, but they made all the heels to be giant ass baby back bitches. They really did. And I felt that they didn't need to go to the extreme that they did with Judgment Day tonight um i i you know taking out ray and then the concerto to beth but just like it was just way too they did way too much and it kind of and you noticed it with the crowd it deflated the crowd too at at some points and that's something you don't want to do even with the heel like you want the crowd still fired up still angry and it was just one of those things where they were just, they just got deflated at, at, at points. Like, and when Beth got in the ring, it, it got Ray with Ray, and then Beth, it just it excited. And Dominic, Dominic, sweetheart, little boy that's Ray, that's not Ray's son, is actually Eddie Guerrero's son. You're not Eddie, you're not really Eddie Guerrero's son, honey. Stop with the mullet. No. The mullet died in the 70s, in the 1970s. Last century, motherfucker. Uh-uh. No, 
and and Finn, okay, yeah, everything was cool, neck down. What the fuck was that? Did you raid um Leather Daddy carrying Cross's old costumes and find that helmet or that mask? Or did you somehow run up to New York City and steal the mask from American Horror Story New York City because that was featured on a fucking poster this weekend at New York Comic Con. Like, I don't know what the fuck you were smoking with that. Uh, there were so many better masks you could have used, but you seriously look like you're about to go to a, like a dominatrix or you came from a dominatrix house with that mask. Other than that, I love the new theme and I fucking love the, uh, the ensemble. And the, the, I did love the fact that they did highlight the brand new steps at Wells Fargo. Um, I did feel bad for those two, <laughs> two that that couple at, at Section One Ten, because uh, they didn't get there. They did not inform event staff. They did not inform the event staff because the event staff would have kept them clear. I think they went to the wrong tunnel. Um, I think they're supposed to go over to One O Nine or One Eleven because they were clear. Um, but there was guests there. I, I think I think WWE fucked up there just a little bit because usually they'll they'll inform staff ahead of time. The only reason why I know this, I have coworkers that work there. So yeah, okay, no. time, hold on, time out. You're, you're are you talking about that part where it's like they were up there and in the tunnel right there, and there was like yeah. some people back there and stuff. Okay, yeah, and you saw a black jacket run and push people back. That's event staff or that's security, but there was no event staff keeping that. You're supposed to, the event staff supposed to keep that area clear if they if you're told ahead of time. Like when we went to a show in was it I think it was Penn State. Yeah, it was up in Penn State. It was a house show, but they said they're going to be going through the stands. You guys can't be in here. You can't stand here. We don't know what match it is, but they had, they were making sure everybody stayed clear. So that was actually like that person didn't know they were coming right there. Hmm. Usually they would have okay. that you they would have that stanchioned off, so people couldn't come or they would be outside. So they might have snuck out from they might have been leaving and they didn't realize. But it it was just I felt bad because like then they like you saw them like pull them back and like get them out of the way. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I was wondering I was wondering where you were going at with that. But yeah, no, uh, they they've done a brilliant and beautiful job with the Wells Fargo uh new seats and new everything in the like completely different arena and Michael Cole you speak bad about my fucking flyers again I will fucking send gritty on your ass swear to god he talked bad on the flyers and the sixers motherfucker and then and then he brings up Gene Segura and he said his name fucking wrong like dude don't talk about my teams mother no and Corey, okay. stop raiding Carmela's closet. Okay, breathe, breathe, breathe. Usa, usa, usa. All right, Kayla, the equipment. Go ahead. Um, before I jump into it, I mean, you kind of, I will kind of agree with you on this. They did kind of make the heels kind of look like they could went on their went on their own tonight, which. It was kind of weird. But anyway, enough said of that. But that match was pretty awesome. Um, they threw everything at each other. Um, 
and then the fact that obviously Judgment Day came out, Priest, um, and different things, and then the fact that uh, Payback, Ed shook Dom's hand, Dominic's hand, and end up low blowing him. That was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fact that Rhea's involved, Rhea and Beth got got into it. They kept going at it. Um, obviously, it's a little bit more tense. Um, I'm glad Finn finally got the upper hand upper hand onto Edge in a way. Obviously, anybody would quit if they were going after their significant other. Um, but the mask was I. I wasn't really couldn't you know crazy about the mask. It was something different. Um, but I do love, like I said, I've said this before. I do love, obviously, the new theme. It's been on repeat lately, although it's not in my top twenty-five most played. I looked at it the other day. Number one in a spot right now is Head of the Table, the Tribal Chief. I just like the beat to it. It's kind of funny. <laughs> hey, I didn't realize it. I like the beat. Um, so I looked at my list on <laughs> my phone and I was like, oh, that's number tw- uh, that's number one in the 25th playlist. Um, but I do like the theme. Um, I love the purple. And then the fact it came out with Prince, has the Prince across the thing now. Mm-hmm. And um and Prince across his crotch. Notice that so, too. Uh, so Karen's, Karen's, oh, I didn't see that part. <laughs> apparently, his penis is called Prince. Exactly, because it's like right across it. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it was there literally. Um, but no, loving the purple. Um, which I recently got his new shirt, the purple X with the Balor in the back with the cross, uh, the X. So, um, what's next for Judgment Day? Yeah, y'all screwed up got you know you target the glamazon just made little things more heated up than what they already were so but ben got the upper hand so i guess you could say i was okay with that so (laughs) all right well jolly brought this match up earlier and um i'm gonna just go ahead and flat out ask this and everything do you both agree that the match of the night was bianca versus bailey 100 fucking percent that match was everybody was on the edge of their seat the entire time booing bailey kept the same energy cheering bianca kept the same energy it was like one of the one of the only matches that i got to see because i missed the first match i only got the end of the live and ronda match where the energy was just 100 percent in it and again Philly has been about historic moments for women's wrestling. Yeah. And for that, you know, first women's Royal Rumble, they're, they're, they're bringing Ronda Rousey and now one of the first women's ladder matches in this era and not on yeah. NXT. So, yeah, one on one matches. Yeah. Again, 100% just had the energy throughout the entire match. Like, even when damage control came out, it was just spot on. Mm hmm. And I have one question. Why the fuck was that build up so high? Bailey is short as fuck. Yeah, I noticed that too. It was like way up there. Was she 5'6"? Five, 5'6", six? Five, six, five, Okay. Yeah, Bianca, yeah, Bianca's taller than that. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, it it would have been kind of weird. It's like if they just lowered it a little bit during the match, but I was like, nah, they're going to keep it up there. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of high. I noticed that. I'm like, why does that belt seem higher than what it normally would be? Yeah. But Kayla, match of the night? Match of the night. And honestly, 
I if I had to book it, I would honestly would have made that main event, not the fight pick. That should have been the main event. You know, obviously oh. maybe Bianca was gonna win. You know, kind of part of me kind of wish Bailey would because obviously, you know, Dakota and EO's got tag titles, so why not make her, you know, the woman champion? But um, this is a matter of fact that she will have it eventually. I just have a feeling she will be in the championship reign again. Um, but Bianca's on top of her A-game, and she's proven that. And, yeah. you know, they just don't call her the EST for nothing. And um, But, yeah, definitely match of the night, and it deserved to be main event. Sorry, Seth and Riddle. You, you, your match just didn't really kill it for me, honestly. Yeah, so, it was just, I mean, it's like... It kind of was like, just dead a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it had a bit of a big fight feel, and I swear if either one of them were, like, pushing Cormier's uh, buns even more, he was probably going to lay one of them out, depend on it and everything, but it's... That's, I mean, he threatened Seth wrong? a good couple times. They're like, do not am touch me. Fight him. Fight him, not me. <laughs> right? But, uh, yeah, it's just, like, Bianca and Bailey. it was just, like, it was just, like, off the charts. And it's like, I, it's like, from what I read, it was like, it was going back and forth about like, what was going to be the main event, either beyond either the ladder or the fight pit and everything. They should have stuck with the damn ladder match. <sighs> All right. So speaking of women's title matches, okay. We got to talk about Liv and Rhonda because obviously management doesn't agree with Rhonda's philosophy that she doesn't need a title because they put it back on her. But it's like with the SmackDown with the SmackDown roster being a little depleted and everything, it's like, Kayla, where do we, where is it, where does this go? I really don't know unless, obviously, more than likely, Liv is going to get her rematch, probably, okay. um, only probably to, unfortunately, not get it back, um, you know, and this might also might be the way we eventually might end up getting Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. Holy um, fuck. How, how do I forget about her? <laughs> so that would be an awesome match. And once again, they showed, I don't know, you know, we said the rumors about, you know, Charlotte possibly, you know, but then again, they showed that video clip of her career again on stream roles. So then my issue coming back or, you know, whatever, when's that going to happen? But uh, yeah. the hubby said, the, the hubby said she'll be explaining it soon in interviews. Well, but, um, yeah, she's got Shayna Baszler, queen of spades versus the baddest woman on the planet. You may be best friends in real life, but outside that, inside that ring, you're the worst enemies that you can be when it comes to a title. Yeah. So that's a kind of a match I want to see Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. And Shayna better get the title. <laughs> <laughs> then they better hold off on that then. Because it's like if Shayna's up WrestleMania first, match. That's a WrestleMania match right there. Hey, uh, Unfortunately, it'll probably be at WrestleMania 39 and not 40. But it'll be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> what do you think, Jolly? Well, breaking news. Philadelphia Phillies have beaten the St. Louis Cardinals and we're advancing to the NLDS in the first time in 11 years. Sorry, Kayla, we're going to fucking war. Y'all pray for me. (laughs) But, uh, let's see. Shayna, I agree with the Shayna thing. She should be in the title picture. Um, 
unless they're going to be doing a fucking shakeup, I, I have no idea what the fuck is going on right now. Uh, Liv laughing and smiling after she loses the title. Little fucking weird. Unless she is going full Harley Quinn, then we'll have to wait and see. But, I mean, the match was cool. I, I enjoyed the violence. <laughs> um, but Rhonda was kind of stiff in some of the spots. And they kind of covered up for her. And I, I just... This isn't the match for her, and she doesn't need the title. She really doesn't. I, I don't know. This was my one of my worst, second worst match of the night for me. To be perfectly honest, just with the outcome. Mm. Like, it was just, it was lackluster. Right. Uh, like you, you kind of had an inkling that Ronda was going to win. I'm the only person that's pinned you twice. They're not going to let you do it a third time, sweetie. Not in a row. Right. So, maybe we'll get something in Riyadh, in Saudi Arabia, um, at the Crown Jewel. Oh, that's probably why they fucking did it. Huh. The Saudis love Ronda. Oh, God. Yeah, because I know they put their two cents into whenever whenever a show comes over. That's why we're getting this damn Logan Paul match to fucking begin with and everything, this bullshit match. He shouldn't even be sniffing a title match. Look, uh, I'm going to enjoy the fact that Logan Paul is going to get absolutely destroyed by either Roman Roman Reigns or Roman J. Reigns, depending on who he thinks Roman Reigns is. <laughs> um... Or Roman Sammy Reigns, Zane, you know. So it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. If that's the reason, or if, if there's another reason, like, I, I really wish I knew Triple H's line of thought because she said multiple times that she doesn't need a title, she doesn't want a title. and But, you know, at least she's actually playing up as the heel, which is what's better for Ronda. True. That's very true. I'll give you that. Uh-oh. Kayla, what's that look? Some moron tweeted on Twitter. Picture Uh-oh. of Ray's return, and then it was a picture of CM Punk returning at AEW. Said CM Punk's, CM Punk's Ray, uh, Rampage return in Chicago returning to AEW was way better and then the return of Bray Wyatt at Extreme Rules. Yeah, it was only better because it was in fucking Chicago and they couldn't keep any secret. They right? <laughs> literally, literally, they honest to God kept this a fucking secret. It wasn't until the like really the end that we realized and figured it all out. Mm-hmm. We knew that Punk was going to AEW. So uh Kayla, who's the author of that report? Ridiculous ass tweet. Uh, at Tyler Bate SZN. Hey, Tyler Bate SZN. Do you know the difference between an actual a spoiler and a surprise? He says, I really don't care if you all disagree. This is what I think. Yeah, I understand your opinions, but I definitely don't agree with you on that one, dude. Dumbass. Look, he has a surprise every time he looks down at his penis and it's not there. All right. Y'all, okay. So, 
y'all gotta hear this one earlier. I, I saw this one like halfway during the show. Um, at Rassi underscore Kwame tweeted out, this show has been Vince era mixed bordering on bad. Again, you had a great starting match, which again, don't agree with the match that started it out. Um, that would have been a good filler match between no offense to Karrion and Drew and no offense to Liv and Ronda, but you had two back-to-back semi-bad matches. Well, yes, they had a lot of energy, but like, you know, it was just one of those, like there was just too much at once. The brawlers breaking that up would have been better and having the fight pit start everything out and having the women close the show would have completely changed the direction and the um, flow of the show. It's just the way the flow was, the the show was set up. It's kind of like, you know, turning on AEW Dark and it starts off with Marina Shafir and you're like wondering what the fuck's going on here. But shout outs to my girl CO who went about two minutes with her and made her look good. I don't mm. care what anybody says. She made her look good. Fuck y'all. CO's my girl. <laughs> and Taz, her name is fucking CO, not Nieves. Her, call her by her fucking first name. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Assholes. But no, I, I just think that it, it had that feel. It just needed to be worked better. Yeah, but it's like I saw borderline bordering on bad and like going, okay. Other than the other than the order of the matches, is like it's been a pretty damn good show. So it's like stupid is as stupid does. Bye bye. Oh man. And then of course it's like the, these couple of cute tweets after the end of the show. La Lexa tweeted out. She said, "Hello, old friend." And then uh, JoJo. Mrs. Bray, she said, holy shit, so proud, so damn proud of you, baby. Hmm. That's so sweet. Oh, well, like I said, it's just, it's gonna be the fact that they were able to set this up because we all figured out towards the end that it was Y2J when he, when he came back. Oh, yeah. Back in the early 2000s. We all knew it was going to be him. So, like, we knew that it was going to be Bray, but the fact that even though we knew it was him and seeing him, two totally different fucking things. Right. Oh my God. Okay. So let's put this all in, let's put the whole show in a bubble here and everything because we pretty much talked about almost everything. Um, let's, uh, let's put the whole show in a bubble here and everything. Kayla. What would you what would you rate the show? One out of ten. Um, I will give it a seven and a half. Um, okay. Only only because um, obviously how some of the matches ended. Like I thought that Bailey and Bianca should have been main event. Um, Fight Pit should have been the kickoff show, followed by the Brawling Brutes, which beat ass. Um, then honestly, I thought Cross and Drew's match should have been a little bit better than what it was. Um, Ronda and Liv should have been a little bit better than what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, in far as Judgment Day and Edge, I thought so. That could have been a little bit better than what it is. The fact, um, 
Beth is definitely involved now. She was a little kind of involved, you know, at one point, you know, a little bit, but now she's all in. Um, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, but it's now the fact, you know, it was interesting. And then I give it, well, I mean, it wasn't a bad pay-per-view, but I give it seven and a half because the matches were lackluster. But I also give it, you know, that rating as well because this was our extre- first Extreme Rules in a while that actually was extreme. We had different mm-hmm. stipulations for each match, and I thought that was killer. Um, So, seven and a half because the matches were kind of, could have been better than what they were, especially the two matches I really, you know, going for Cross and Ballard. Um, yeah, they both won, but it was kind of just like, really? Seriously? They're better than what, you know, they were in the match because... But you still love them. Yeah, I still love them. I'm still going to support them, you know. They go out there and have their people help them win every time. Yeah, I'll still support them. Um, but anyway, seven and a half, definitely. I mean, it wasn't a bad, but, okay. you know, it had its ups and downs. But it's not bad for the first Extreme Rules to actually have a match with a stipulation. So it kind of made it interesting. So, yeah. Okay, um, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. I'm gonna do it because the crowd did help out a lot with the matches. Uh, the opening match was for the order that it was in. Um, the opening match was great. Sheamus got some a uh, little bit of payback and everything for the BS on Friday night. And no, people, that was not a submission by Gunther, but Gunther did use the damn shillelagh, so we need a trilogy. Either way. <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah, living, uh, living Rhonda. This, this is gonna be. I think it's gonna end up being a, bringing out a crazy side of live and everything. Uh, I think we can all agree that uh, Drew needs some uh, backup now if he's dealing with the uh, Cross and Scarlet. I don't know who the hell he's gonna get for his corner, but he needs some backup. Um, but Nikki Ash, make make Nikki fucking crazy. Crazy switch. Nikki versus Scarlet's gonna be fucking fire. Switch, switch her to SmackDown, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect. But I mean, but over we're not all every extreme every match had a stipulation. This is what an extreme rules pay per view should be. Granted, yes, order needed to be changed up on the matches to keep the energy going and everything. But this is what an extreme rules pay per view pay per view needs to be. And I will say this right now, Jolie. I'm I'm woman enough to admit this. I will say this right now. If you have an Extreme Rules pay-per-view going forward, I don't see it being in any other place besides Philly. Philly is the home of Extreme. Well, yeah, uh, but it's like, but in, yeah, that is that is definitely true, but it's just like that crowd tonight proved that any Extreme Rules pay-per-view events or premium live events going forward need to be in Philly. And that WrestleMania, what? Hello, I don't live in Philly. I understand the crowd, but damn, can I not get something in fucking Atlanta besides fucking day one for once? You'd have the rumble. I can't. Fucking Texas takes it all the fucking time. Survivor Series. Can't have them fucking that because it never comes our way. Seems like Atlanta. (laughs) Okay. Y'all suck ass. That's all I'm saying. Don't (laughs) bitch at me. Don't bitch at me. I just just said it. Well, come to Texas. You are you get everything else anyway. Go to fucking day one. I can't. Tickets ain't on sale yet. Oh. (laughs) 
if your ass don't go to day one, I'm gonna come to I'm gonna come to uh Anderson or not Anderson, where the Greenville, wherever the fuck you live right now. <laughs> outside of Greenville. <laughs> outside of, I'm gonna come to outside of Greenville and drag your ass to Atlanta if I fucking have to. Cause hell, I might not make it to I might not make it to Boston for Survivor Series weekend anyway. So I told you no. No, it, it's not sorry. I mean, you know, you know what's going on, but it's like I, I might have to. I, I have know to my... I'm giving you crap, but I said no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I might have to cancel my trip. So, oh, but anyway, eight out of ten for me, Jolie. Okay, I'm actually going to give the this the. It gets a bump because of the crowd by a full point, so it's actually going to get an eight and a half for me, just because the crowd is what saved the fucking show. And mm-hmm. the the end of that show with all of the fiend shit, all of the Bray Eater of World shit, the holy shit chant <laughs> was fucking epic. And yes, I I do think that a pay per view like this needs to stay in Philly and they can send Hell in a Cell Clash of Champions Ooh, Clash of Champions would be good for Charlotte North Carolina or your area because you know Charlotte is the home of NASCAR and you have a lot of people of the, the champions that are down there so Clash of Champions would be perfect for you How would you get where to... would go <laughs> they really don't have a big arena or anything in Charlotte the biggest one let's see no, uh, Ovens Auditorium, unless it goes to the Bojangles Coliseum, which that one's actually small, and I went there for AEW Dynamite, but... Wait, where do, where do the Hornets play? Uh, oh yeah, Spectrum Center, downtown yeah. Charlotte. Forgot about yeah, that. Okay, never mind, forgot about the Spectrum Center, my bad. <laughs> Alright, so you can send, like, that, a Hell in the Cell, uh, trying to think. WrestleMania Revenge, I don't know, Backlash, whatever the fuck they have. Um, I do think that the new logo for WrestleMania 40 is fucking fire. I love the fact that we have the numbers back in it. I love the fact that they use the Liberty Bell. Um, I fucking want that on a t-shirt so bad. I'm taking bets on how long it'll be before Jolie gets it tattooed on her. Never. I'll never get that tattooed on me. Um, The closest thing I will ever get to that tattooed on me is the Eagles, Flyers, Phillies, Sixers logo all merged into one. Um, And maybe throw in the Union because the Union are actually, I really do like the Sons of Ben. Um, But Moving on. I just, the crowd. There is just something about our city, our, my city, my crowd. And what a lot of people like always say, oh, Philly's the most uh, annoying fan base. I'm sorry that we're passionate, but the most annoying fan base is the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, meet me outside and catch these hands if you disagree with that. Because they are some of the loudest. They, they they say that, oh, the Eagles haven't beat anybody. Jacksonville's a good team. Holy shit, they're a good team. Uh, where did that fucking happen? Uh, 
Vikings are a good team. Detroit is a young, good team. Carson Wentz, uh, as much as I love him and thank him for getting us to the Super Bowl, uh, he ate nine sacks. So they suck. And yeah. So I, I just, I hate the Cowboys fans. They're so fucking annoying. <laughs> they really fucking are. Them and Mets fans, they're two fucking annoying people. I'm kind of hoping that a certain person listened to this so he can yell at me later. Haha. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's been, it, it, there's just something about my crowd. Like, even, even a New York crowd is fun. I, I haven't really seen much Atlanta, F- Florida. Mm, I hate Florida. Well, penis looking state. But yeah, no. And we're not even going to touch Texas because Texas seems to get everything. I mean, it's an innocent bystander here. Yeah. But something tells me if you had the tick, you had the chance you'd go to fucking Rumble in San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, 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 he See? would. Yeah, you fucking well, would. Oh, oh, you oh, fucking oh, would. No, no, I'm going to tell you, you're not allowed to go that one either. Well, it's like if, if I you, go no, I'll a tell you what, the next pay per view you go to, situ- no, no, next pay per view you go to, you what? will be on probation. You got to come back with a full six hundred uh, review about what happened at that pay per view. Next pay per view you go to, we will discuss this off the air because there are certain details I don't want to get into right now when it comes to that possible situation. So I, we will discuss this off the air. <laughs> But yeah, oh, I, 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 I'm just excited. I, I felt that, yes, the flow was wrong. Um, endings, like, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have cared if Cross won if Scarlett did not get involved. I'm putting that right out there. And yes, I know she got semi-involved in NXT, but for the most part, he did it on his own. And I might be in the minority here, but I do not like Cross's hair. I do not. If you, prefer he, him bald, you prefer him bald? Either bald or um, maybe buzz cut with like a Negan type of look. Um, like short black. Like the, the, the blondish does not fit him. I'm sorry. No, dude. Go, go darker, please. Either go strict dark or go bald. He's actually trying to grow it out. Last last time I heard, why? <laughs> I don't know. He wants to grow it out. I don't know how. I don't because I know it was some kind of interview right after I met him. Someone's like, "Aren't you going to go like short on your hair?" Somebody's like, "No, I'm trying to grow it out." And like, well, how long? You, as, as far as how long he's going to grow it out, I'm not sh- quite sure. But it's going to be interesting to see if he actually does. <laughs> And and the Ronda and Liv match again. I'm okay with Ronda winning. It's just it was just a weird fucking ending. And I, I wish she wasn't as stiff as she was. I mean, she seemed better. She seems to be getting better with her promos and all that stuff. But she's like, she just did not seem fan or, or friendly. Just something was off tonight with those two matches. Yeah. And, you know, 
again, fight pitch to start it out. Then it should have been. This is this is how I would have lined it up. The fight pit starts it out. Then live in Ronda. Then the brawling brutes and Imperium. Then Cross and Scarlet and, and Drew. And then Bianca and Bailey. That's all the matches, right? I quit. Oh, I quit. Uh, no, sorry. Then the Edge. All right. Even if they put the Edge and put that one, made wouldn't have made sense. Actually, that would have fucking made awesome sense if they had that come out right after Judgment Day instead. Like, is he going after Judgment? Oh, that would have been so much better. Okay, so still have so still have Bianca. If if this is there's two ways of doing it. You had the Bianca and Bailey match at the end, and then everything goes dark and they hide the, the ladders and do all the shit. But however, if they had the I quit match and everything goes dark while they're on the ring trying to take care of Beth and all that shit happens, who is the fiend going after? Who is Bray going after? Is he going after Judgment Day? Is he going after Edge? Is he gonna team up with Edge against Judgment Day? Like that would have played. That would have been cool. But you know, again, the crowd itself earned a point. So I'm taking Kayla seven and a half because I do agree with that assessment and giving the full point for the crowd making it eight and a half. And Meltzer, eat a dick because I know you're going to bitch about everything. True, probably. To add to the mix to make it Bray's return, um, someone had posted something on Twitter. That actually made me think. This was Brody Lee's when he debuted in AEW with the blue light coming through the door. See it? Oh. Okay. No, no. What happened? Blue light coming through yeah. the door tonight. His brother was there with him. Mm-hmm. Because at some point it says the blue light reminded me of Brody Lee so much. Anybody else agree? And I looked at it. That was his tribute to him. Because I know I heard him say, you know, if he ever had a chance, he would always make a tribute to him somehow. And I might in that so. <laughs> I know. Sweet. I like that. Well, All right. Breaking, breaking news. Mets beat the Padres 14-3. I, honestly, I, I've been praying that the Mets lose and they just fucking suck because fuck the Mets. Fuck the Yankees. I agree with you on that one. Um, I'm actually rooting for Cleveland. That that's my AL team that I'm gonna go with. Just because, you know, of all the shit that they've had to go through, changing their name and all that bullshit. And they just that pitcher's duel today was fucking epic. Fifteen innings and the win on on a walk off home run. But today's a good day for sports. Did Clemson win? Yeah, they ended up winning today. Oh, what was the final score? Was it a blowout? Uh, kind of yes and no. Hang on, let me pull it up real quick. It was against Boston College. 31 3 was the final. Ugh. Yeah, that's a blowout. <laughs> yeah. Well, considering for the longest time, because like mom and I was like, dang, going new Triple H WWE. Why do you have to have pay per views on Saturday the same day? Because normally, no, because the Clemson play, uh, football games is normally on the ACC network and we don't have the full package. Because, you know, mm. it's so expensive to have the Spectrum package. So we don't have the ACC network. And the one time we watched last week's game and the one time it came on again, guess what's on? 
pay-per-view for WWE. So we were going back on our phone. But no, for the longest time, they didn't score. And then it was like tied at three. And then they finally pulled ahead. So, and they didn't score oh. again after that. So we, it, for the longest time, it was like three to three. And we're like, oh no, this ain't good. Interesting. Interesting. And then they pulled ahead to 17 to three. And then I guess I got caught up with a uh, pay-per-view and forgot to check on it. Someone tweeted out in the clips like, oh no, let's go check the score. And I saw it was 30 to, <laughs> 31 to 30. So, yeah. All right. Well, before we wrap up the show, I got one crazy tweet here. Um, I forgot I actually had this on my phone. I, I'm not sure if I sent this to y'all on Tuesday when I saw it and everything, but it was a tweet from FIFA Wrestling and a quote from a certain AEW wrestler that we kind of do not like here on this show, and I'm being mild with that. Sammy Guevara quote said, there's so much drama in wrestling, it's really exhausting. Yeah, you're part of it, bitch. And your wife. I, I think that if you... We're hearing conflicting stories. We're hearing that either Andrade attacked him outright with no provocation. We don't know if Sammy said shit because Sammy runs his mouth. Mm-hmm. Sammy 100% runs his fucking mouth. And he's not an angel, but you know he goes after Eddie Kingston. This isn't the first time he's pissed somebody off backstage. I, I think he had a tumultuous relationship with Cody Rhodes. So if he's part of the drama then maybe the call is uh you know closer than he thinks the call is coming from inside the house tony khan i I don't care how well um sammy Guevara might suck your dick but it's not worth the drama and while i don't agree with the violence um, I, I will say I absolutely enjoy the fact knowing that he got punched in his fucking mouth again. I mean, you don't use Andrade. He wants to get cut. You don't cut him. You go back on your word. If somebody's not happy with our company or the direction that they're going, they're more than welcome to leave. Triple H is now taking over WWE. Nobody's leaving. Make it make sense, my dude. Make it make fucking sense. So, honestly, uh, if you're sick of drama, maybe you need to look closer to home and go to more therapy. And apparently, um, it came out that he that Sasha Banks wasn't the first woman that he wanted to forcibly sleep with. Apparently, he wanted to do it to Miley Cyrus too. Oh. This guy needs to just disappear. This is like one of the... He's the song that never ends. Oh my god. What a douche. Alright. Kayla, any final thoughts? Eh, I'm (laughs) alright. Other than welcome home, Bray. Yep. Jolie? No, I'm just looking forward to... uh what our guest has to say if yeah it's like our next episode is going to be pre-recorded and if the guest shows up he's got a lot of explaining to do we gotta leave it at that 
that's all we have for this episode of the queen's takeover thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues y'all have a good one